Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Jake, I think in terms of individual feel-good stories for Colts, Colts players, I guess, in 2022, I'm not sure if anyone tops what Paris Campbell has done so far this season and being available and I think showing um, a lot of the signs that uh, we saw at Ohio State, certainly Indiana fans saw it, and watching him play at Ohio State. And uh, now we're seeing it on a really consistent week-in, week-out basis here at the NFL level. And in year four, Paris Campbell joins us right now on the Payless Liquors Hotline. Paris, good morning. Good morning, good morning. How are you guys doing? We're doing great. We hope you are as well today technically is an off day we heard jeff saturday say victory monday see on wednesday and i think we heard that cheer back in indy um from you guys in the locker room in vegas what is an off day to you man off day is just uh another day to get an advantage step for the week uh it's a day to take care of my body man um you know relax get away from ball um, but don't get too out of tune. So, like I said, just take care of my body, um, you know, fuel the right way, recover the right way. And uh, I think I, I think of it I'm all day as an advantage day. Paris, I want to go back a little bit on, on the clock here, and I'll use kind of a, a, an example of this. I don't recall when it was. Kevin, when did we do the knockout with Paris Campbell at the Pacer game? Was that last Yeah, sometime December? last year, yeah. Yeah, so, last year, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I try and, to forget about that, Paris. Yeah, you I think I missed seven straight layups to start. Kevin was gone early, so you wouldn't remember that he was in the game. Now, it came down basically to myself, you, and Fred Jones, who was the ringer, yep. right? Yep. You, you were yep. pretty good shooter. Like, the three of us had a pretty good little rhythm going there in terms of our free throws. Absolutely. But I, okay. I, I thought it was applicable to your career so far. And by that, I mean – and I hope you don't get offended when I say it this way, but I will admit no, to no, it. No. <laughs> you, you hung around longer than I expected you to. And by that I yeah. mean there were times where I wondered if Paris Campbell was going to be a reliable player for the Colts because of injuries primarily. For mm-hmm. you personally, can you take us through psychologically whether or not you also had those same doubts and how you fought through them? Yeah, um, you know, I think I 100% had those same doubts. Um you know, obviously, rookie year, um, the injuries that I had, I had, what, three different surgeries that year. Uh, it was the first th- first time that I've ever had to, you know, have anything surgically repaired or anything of that nature or missed time. Um, so that year was tough for me, but I didn't really truly, you know, feel kind of the doubts yet. Um, I think my second year going in, you know, excited to be back, be healthy, um, going in, and we played Jacksonville week one that year had a good game, you know, I could kind of see the, the tie turning for myself and then week two, um, tear my, M- my MCL, PCL, um, you know, that by far was the hardest thing that I had to endure um, as a football player. And, um, you know, that rehab was so tough. Uh, I really couldn't see the light at the end of the tunnel just because, you know, I was um, going through so much and, you know, I didn't didn't seem to be making progress uh, with my knee. Um, and so I had doubts of, you know, will I be able to get back to the player that I once was? Uh, will I get back to, you know, being able to kind of come prove myself in this league? Will I get my opportunity to do that? And, uh, you know, I think year two is really when those doubts set in. Um, but the one thing or well, the two things that really uh, kept me on a positive note is, number one, my faith, um, and number two, my family, man. 
those two things go hand in hand for me. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm really big on those two things, and uh, that's what kind of carried the, the, the load for me just, you know, when I was struggling mentally, uh, struggling physically. Um, and then, obviously, you know, going into year three, um, having to kind of, you know, almost reinvent myself after the knee injury because, man, like you got to – you got to do so much to get back from a knee injury um, and, you know, kind of going through camp in the first five weeks of the season, uh, it was tough for me, man. Cause I really, really w- never had a, a comfortability level that I, I felt, you know, good at. Um, and so obviously, you know, week six, um, you know, scoring the long touchdown uh, versus the Texans, but uh, getting hurt on the play, it was kind of just like, Oh man, like this, this is happening again. Like, you know, like, is this is this really worth it almost? You know what I mean? Like, is is everything that I've gone through really worth it? Um, and I just kind of, you know, seen that door close again, once again on me in year three. And um, I, to be honest, those same doubts set in, but they didn't set in as hard because what I had gone through with my knee, man, like I felt like I could overcome anything. Um, and that was a big thing for me. Like I was able to stay positive uh, through my foot injury in, in year three. And, uh, you know, I, was, I just was able to stay motivated through it all. Showing up on my time hop today, not to bring up this memory, was your broken hand and the and the picture of that? Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh! I say this in all yeah. sincerity. It's one of the grossest pictures I've ever seen. So. No, nah, it was uh, brutal. It was brutal. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, I can only imagine. Um, I, I wonder if you are are, are feeling this because I feel it watching you play. Like. And again, Paris Campbell joins us right now. You go back to the Jacksonville game, back to the Tennessee game last month. Like you had big catch outings in both of those games. But I look at the two plays you made against Washington, one on the screen, one on that jet sweep, which you took for like a 30-yarder, the touchdown mm-hmm. last week. I look at those plays and think to myself, that's Ohio State, Paris Campbell. Like that mm-hmm. is, I think, what I think everybody kind of envisioned when you're drafted. Do you feel like you've now shown – in these last couple of games, like almost a different gear than we've seen in in flashes through your first couple seasons. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and you know that, like, you know, you say people 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 thought they would see that, uh, you know, in the league. And shoot, I thought I would see that in the league. You know, what I mean, like, mm-hmm. I know the type of player that I am. Um, but yeah, I mean, those plays, you know, show you know the type of player that I can be. And um, that's that's just what I've been wanting to get back to, man. That's what I've. I've dreamed of doing this league, man, just being a playmaker, uh, obviously being available for my team. Um, but, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's been a long road. It's been a long road. But um, I can 100% say that, like, I'm I'm playing right now. Like, I have the most confidence that I've ever had in the league. I'm having the most fun that I've ever had in the league. And obviously, you know, that's all just because I'm available. You know, I'm healthy. Um, and I'm able to go out there and make those plays. And, you know, my coaches are giving me opportunities. So you were like in kindergarten when he was in high school, but you went to the same high school as LeBron, correct? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so how often did LeBron come back and hang out at your high school, and like how many times did you meet LeBron? Yeah, well, should I actually met LeBron uh, a couple of times. Uh, you know, he came back. During the NBA lockout, he actually came and practiced with our football team. Like, he came out there in full gear, and his dude was out there practicing, running routes, snagging footballs. Like it, was, like, it was nobody's business. <laughs> uh, dude looked like Megatron out there. But uh, so that was one time, and then he came back. Um, he used to come back to a lot of games, uh, you know, come and watch games. And um, then my senior year, he came back and did a whole, like, Nike um, unveil for, uh, for the uniforms. Like he got new, new uniforms for every sports team. Um, and he did like an unveil for the um, the football team, our uniforms. We had like a black alternate that year, so that was pretty dope. 
And then um, I always would catch some of his games um, when he was in Cleveland. So I would be able to link up with him after the games, you know, talk with him here and there. So it was pretty cool. When you think about those times when you were in high school and you're getting ready to go to Ohio State and what you were able to do at Ohio State versus what you're doing now for Indianapolis, did you have to change your mindset in terms of the style of receiver you were going to be? Because I And maybe I'm wrong here, Paris Campbell, but I thought of you as like, okay, you're going to be the deep ball behind the defense receiver for the Colts. And I feel like you maybe by necessity – you've changed exactly what style of receiver you are and found a really good niche in that. Am I off base with that assessment? Um, I wouldn't I wouldn't say that you're off base uh, just because, you know, uh, my rookie year and a little bit of my third year, you could, you could kind of see that, you know, I would run a lot of deep routes and uh, run a lot of, you know, post routes, pylon routes, whatever that may be. Um, but I feel like, I was kind of able to bring my Ohio State, which, you know, I mean, everyone kind of labeled me as a gadget guy coming out of college. I feel like I was able to kind of add that gadgety, whatever, gadgety player um, just kind of to my short and intermediate route game. Um, You know, I think my routes, as far as, you know, short and intermediate routes have gotten so much better since I've gotten into the league. Um, Like, I'm really comfortable playing slot receiver in this league, man, and – I just feel like I, I was kind of to able to kind of intertwine the two of, you know, the gadget player and, you know, just becoming a, a natural receiver. So I think it's just, you know, both of those two together. Were you surprised or in any way frustrated when the Colts made a change at quarterback? Um, no, I wasn't. I wasn't frustrated. Um, yes, I was surprised um, just because uh, just of the guy that, you know, Matt Ryan is and, you know, the – the rapport that he has, and I mean, this guy's gonna be a Hall of Famer one day. You know what I mean? So uh, definitely was surprised with the decision, um, but I wasn't frustrated. You know what I mean? Because at this level, like we're professionals, man. Like you know, there there could be a change at any time. You know, at the end of the day, we still gotta go out there and perform. You know what I mean? So um, wasn't frustrated. You know, I was happy for Sam. You know, because he was getting an opportunity uh, to go show what he can do. Um, I felt for Matt though because. Um, and Matt knows this. I, I, me and him have so many deep conversations uh, just over the course of the year. But, like, Matt's a big reason why, you know, I have my confidence back right now. Like, he, he's truly a, a, a real big reason why that's happened for me. Uh, just because, you know, this guy's believed in me since he stepped foot in Indianapolis, man. Like, he's had my back since he stepped foot in Indianapolis. And he knows that. Um, so, yeah, I mean, like I said, surprised, yes. Frustrated, no. Were you surprised by the coaching change? Um, to be honest with you, um, uh, no, because of just how the season, you know, how, how the season was going. Um, and to be honest, like, I, I still like feel that the players had something to do with that coaching change. You know what I mean? Just because at the end of the day, like, you know what I'm saying? Anyone can lose their job in the, in this profession. And at the end of the day, like, it's about winning. And if you're not doing that, um, then, you know, there's, there's bound up, you know, for bad stuff to happen. So, and just the way, like, that we were losing. You know what I mean? We were losing some close games. And then to go out <clears throat> in New, New England and just have, you know, that bad of an offensive performance, um, I just figured some type of change would come because I'm not – you know what I'm saying? I'm not naive to the nature of the business. Was it needed? Um, I don't, I don't, I don't want to say that it was needed, um, you know what I mean, because, you know, I'm not the one that's, you know, in that chair making those decisions. Um, all I can do is – continue to you know play my 111th on the field 
uh, continue to do my job. Uh, because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter who you know has the head coaching job. Like, I, like as players, we're, we're like I said, we're professionals. Uh, so we got to come to work regardless. And at the end of the day, our job is to do our job, <clears throat> make sure we're doing it to the best of our ability, and I, at the end of the day, get wins. So it doesn't it doesn't matter who's at the head coaching helm. Like we we've got to come to work regardless. Paris Campbell with us here again, year four for him. Um, the Matt Ryan leadership element. Correct me if I'm wrong, Paris, but. When Chris Ballard came in last Monday and told you guys that Frank Reich was being let go, initially he did not mention that Jeff Saturday would be the interim. Um, in that meeting, did did Matt Ryan speak up? Uh, yes, he did, and um, you know he he pretty much just laid it out there for us. Like basically, what I've been telling you guys, like at the end of the day, like we're professionals. Like we've been hit with so much adversity as a team throughout this course of the season. And, you know, as a man, it's much beyond a football player, but as a man, like, when you go through adversity, it's all about how you respond. And so he basically challenged all of us as players and as men, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what are, what are, what are we going to do? How do we want to be remembered? Um, obviously, you know, it's kind of the, 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 the laughing stock of the, of the NFL, like, with all the chaos that was going on. So, like, how do you really want to be remembered? Is that, is that how you want people to remember you? Is that what your legacy – is that what you want your legacy to be? Um, so he just challenged us, man, and um, I think every man took a took a look in the mirror at themselves and you know really asked themselves, what can I do to be better? And um, you know you felt it just through last. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at kisqali.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. I know it's only been a week, but what have you thought about the tone um, that Jeff Saturday has brought to your football team? Man, I, I've loved it. I've absolutely 100% loved it. Um, he just brings a different level of accountability um, just each and every day, man. Like, he number one is he, he's going to keep it 100% with you. Like, he's going to tell you the real. And um, just the way that he holds each each and every player accountable, no matter if you're the, the top of the roster or you're the bottom of the roster. Like, everyone has a job to do. And he's going to let you know if you're if you're failing to do your job or if you're doing a good job. You know what I mean? Um, and like, one thing that I appreciated about Jeff is, like, he came in day one, and he, he just being himself, man. Like, he's not trying to be someone he's not. Um, he He's that fire. You can see that, that fiery player that he used to be. You can see that just kind of coming back out just with his passion for the game. Um, and you can truly tell that he wants us to succeed to wants us to succeed and wants us to win. And um, you know, he just brings a different level of passion, different level of accountability to to the team. So I, I appreciate it. I love it. Paris, if I'm reading between the lines here, and I want to make very clear, uh, you know, I think you, I, Frank Reich is a very good man. I don't think any, nobody questions that, and I'm not saying that, that you're not saying that. Absolutely. But but often in sports, they say that that coaches need to no matter who it is every four or five years guys just need a new voice was it in fact just time for a new voice for a new energy is that a safe statement listen um you know all, all, all due respect to, to Frank Reich because Frank Reich is an, an amazing person he's an amazing coach and you know I never want that to ever be forgotten you know what I mean because that that that's just fact you know what I mean and um Frank was a guy that believed in me to it. Frank's a big reason why I'm even in Indianapolis. You know what I mean? So, um, Frank, Frank was my guy. And I mean, at the end of the day, like I said, we weren't getting the job done as, as a team, as an organization. So, you know, they may change. Um, and I'm not saying that 
you know, Frank is a bad, a bad guy. Like I said, like he had a bad voice or he didn't bring the same intensity that Jeff brings because everyone has their own style of coaching. You know what I mean? And whether you respond well to one way or the other way, I mean, that's just based on the type of player that you are. Um, so I don't, you know what I mean? I don't want this to be a competition of Frank versus Jeff because that's definitely not what it is. Um, but Jeff has definitely brought um, a different, you know, sense of urgency. And that may be just because of, you know, where we're at as a team, as an organization, um, or that, you know what I mean? That's just who he is. Um, and I honestly, I think it's both of those. Um, but I don't want, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to get into Frank versus Jeff because that's definitely not what it is. Have you ever been to Paris? I have not. I have, that's a gold of mine, though. <laughs> yeah, you can go to Paris, Illinois. Paris, Illinois is like two and a half hours away. You can go there and just tell people you're in Paris, right? <laughs> that's <hilarious. laughs> Should you get a, you know, Campbell's, I think, is like a big NFL sponsor, and maybe I'm naive to this. Yeah. Should you get an endorsement with Campbell's? That seems like that would make sense. They have NFL commercials. Yeah. Hey, man, you guys don't even know. That's been a goal of mine since I was a little kid, man. Like, I've seen NFL players on there with their moms, you know, right. the commercials and all that stuff. Like, I, like that's a that's a dream of mine. So I'm, hope, I'm, hoping, I'm hoping they've been watching some close football. <laughs> I'm picturing Jerome Bettis, like, you know, with his chunky soup What's here. your favorite Campbell's soup? That's what I want to know. I'm a clam chowder guy. What is your favorite Campbell's soup? I'm, I'm a classic chicken noodle guy, man. All right, there classic. you go. Don't All mess right. with success <laughs> right, right there. Uh, Paris, we will end with this and really appreciate your time this morning. Um, you've obviously, frankly, been through hell um, physically throughout your NFL career. A lot of chicken noodle soup. Do you think, <laughs> do you think about the contract year that you're in right now? Absolutely. Um, absolutely. Um, you know, I, I, I would be, I would be naive if I said I didn't, you know what I mean? Um, you know, I, I, that's that's just the real of my situation. You know what I mean? And um, obviously, I've been through so much, and you know, I've kind of seen you know the the receivers that got drafted in the same year as me. That's that's in my draft class. I've seen them get their payday, which you know they're all some of my closest friends, and I'm all you know happy for them. Send congratulations to them. Um, but you know, my story's different, man. And the thing about me is, like, I like I won't change, and I wouldn't change anything that I've gone through. I wouldn't change my story because, you know, at the end of the day, like, no matter what happens at the end of the season, um, good or bad, you know what I mean? Like, I'm going to have a story for just so many people across, you know, the platform. Like, not, a, not even football players. Just so many people who, you know, may just be going through something and just feel like they can never catch a break. Like, my story is going to speak volumes to so many people, man. And, and, and that's, that's what I'm grateful for, man. I'm grateful – um, just to be a vessel for God, man, just for him to do his work, man. And I, I couldn't ask for more. You know what I'm saying? I couldn't ask for more because I'm blessed, I'm healthy, I'm, I'm you know, I'm making plays. And uh, th- ultimately, that's all I want to do, man. I want to help my team win. I want to be available. And, uh, you know, God's allowing that to happen right now, man, and, I, and I'm just so thankful for that. Paris, I'm a huge Clemson fan. They're not going to make the playoff. I know that. Nobody's going to beat <laughs> Ohio State. And, and I'll be honest with you, man. I, I'm not an Ohio State fan. No offense, but nobody's <laughs> nobody's touching Ohio State, are they? I mean, honestly. Nah, nah. I mean, we, we you know what I'm saying we still got to play a team up north in Michigan, man. We still got to get revenge on them from last year. Um, shoot, I feel like I lost that game when they lost last year, man. <laughs> um, but uh, no, nah, I, I just I just hope they uh, 
they they win that game and then they roll in the playoffs, man. Because it's been a while since we won a Natty, man. So I'm I'm pulling for those guys, man. They they look good though. Paris, I feel like anytime we have one of your teammates on, we kind of end it with um, hope for continued good health, and I, I I mean that even more for anybody. Um, for you right now with the rest of your contract here and the season you've had. Hell of a year, man. I can only imagine what it means, and I really appreciate your honesty with everything this morning. Absolutely, man. I appreciate you guys for having me on, man. I really do.